Welcome inside another episode of the Sherwood Park Crusaders pregame show. I'm your host, Zach Marks. Pleased to be joined, as always, by my co-host, Dawson Patrician. Dawson, Sherwood Park looking to bounce back after a tough loss Wednesday night against the Lloydminster Bobcats after winning four in a row coming into this one, but 4-1 loss on home ice. And it was just a tough one all around, 33 shots compared to just 18 for Lloydminster. But unfortunately, only able to beat Colby Thornton the one time, and it came in the final minute of the game. And uh, as you heard, as you would have heard if you uh, watched the post game show with Cal Ashcroft, just got to keep shooting the way they kind of. That's kind of how they see it. Just keep uh, pressing, fire better, high percentage, get more traffic, and that could be a recipe for success against this Brooks team that's uh, coming in for this Friday night affair with nine games one in a row looking for their second 10 game win streak of the season. And they're coming off a seven, three win over the Camrose Kodiaks in Camrose last Sunday. So arrested Brooks team looking to capitalize coming into this one. And Brooks trailed for all of six minutes in this game against Camrose. Um, Rock Truman gave the Kodiaks the lead just two minutes into the first period And then six minutes later, Zach Bookman tied things up, and it's all Brooks from there in the first, led 4-1 after one. Connor Gourley got things a little bit closer for the Kodiaks, making it 4-2. But then newly acquired forward – or, pardon me, newly acquired defenseman Josh Zinger uh, scores for the Bandits' assist to Noah Hackett, and he started next two goals with the Bandits. And by the time the second period had ended – 7-3 7-3 was the scoreline, no scoring in the third. So the Brooks Bandits take a, a pretty complete affair for themselves. And now we've talked about it before, and the Shore Park Crusaders are, they may not be the top end of the North Division right now, but they played the Brooks Bandits very well at the showcase in Brooks, losing only 4-2. What do you think, Dawson, led to that success? And what do they have to do tonight to get the two points? Well, I think, uh, first of all, uh, the game on uh, Wednesday against against Lloyd Minster, I think they had a few, uh, quite a handful of very good chances. They just couldn't, uh, they just couldn't get the finish on Colby Thornton. And I think sometimes you're just due for one of those. It's bound to happen. There isn't much you can do about it, uh, no matter how hard you try. But I think this team, they have the... I think they have the mental capacity to bounce back. And, you know, in when they did play Brooks at showcase weekend, they were outshot 37 to 17. And obviously they, they won't let that happen again. I, I don't think that Jeff Wawicka and Adam surgery will, will allow that to happen. But uh, this, I mean, they're going to, they're going to have to pull off the, the grand feat of, playing solid, basically brick wall team defense, trying to shut down the likes of Ryan McAllister, TJ Hughes, who are already almost at 70 points on the season. TJ Hughes on a 31 game point streak. So this, this is a machine of a Brooks team, but like you said, they played them well at, at showcase weekend. And if they can just clean up that finishing ability a little bit, they have a fighting chance. Yeah, this will be an interesting one. The Brooks Bandits, two losses on the season, one to the Drummeller Dragons in regulation and one to the Spruce Grove Saints in the shootout. So this is a tough Bandits team, and they'll be looking uh, hungry for their 30th win of the season. And I'm sure Ryan McAllister will be looking to net his 70th point already this season. 
on a torrid pace. Now, Dawson, you spoke with uh, Sherman Park Crusaders defenseman Kalen Dick about the team's performance on Wednesday and looking ahead to this game against the Brooks Bandits. 4-1 loss to the Bobcats to cut the win streak at four games. Uh, take, us through the, take us through that from your perspective on the back end. Um, I think we came out a lot slower than we have been recently in our previous four games there. Um, I think our mentality coming into it wasn't how it should have been, and it led to a slow start, and we were down 3 nothing. And, uh, you know, with that being said, an incredibly disciplined game from the crew. Uh, did you guys have to make any adjustments to your game to, to take less calls? Um, I don't know if we made any adjustments or... Honestly, I don't really know. Usually we take a lot of penalties. Yesterday we didn't, but we also... I didn't think we played a very strong game, so it's hard to say. The, you know, with a handful of players heating up the last few weeks and finding their game, how has the chemistry developed in the room uh, considering how the season's gone so far? Uh, yeah, it's been really good over the last few weeks. We're definitely uh, really close in the room right now, and we're starting to find our chemistry out on the ice, and it's definitely making a big difference out there. And a big road trip coming up that includes the likes of Brooks and Drum Hiller, who you started off the win streak against with a 5 nothing win. Uh, what does the team need to do to maintain that rise in the standings? Um, yeah, I think we just need to keep playing within our structure, uh, keep practicing hard out there because we're, we're getting better every day. So we just got to keep moving forward that way. Welcome back to the Shore Park Crusaders pregame show. You just heard from Kalem Dick. Uh, Crusaders defenseman as he spoke with our own Dawson Patrician and this isn't a uh, a single episode a single game episode for ourselves we do have back-to-backs to the Crusaders they're in Drumheller on Saturday night after uh, taking on Brooks here tonight so not an easy schedule but Sherwood Park does come in with a pair of wins over the Drumheller Dragons this season one back at the showcase in the shootout and then a five nothing drubbing quite frankly in Sherwood Park Gus Byland's first career shutout coming against this Dragons team and it was just a very complete performance for Sherwood Park and it kicked started a very solid run of form that saw them win their uh four games in a row before falling on Wednesday to the Bobcats now this Drumheller team not doing poorly by any means 20 wins eight losses just three overtime losses but they did not do well against the Crusaders and they've found it tough against Sherwood Park. So this could be, very well be a game that Sherwood Park will think they have a pretty darn good chance of coming in and winning this game. Now playing on the road, obviously it is a different situation, but we'll see how it goes. The Dragons coming off a win over the Calgary Canucks on Tuesday night as a three goal first period for the Dragons led helped lead them to a 5-2 decision. They outshot the Canucks 42-30 to in that one. And that's what's going to matter for this Drumheller team is the goaltending of Eric Ward. We're not expecting to see it. Four goal or five goals, pardon me, against for Eric Ward. He did get pulled in that game, which was not expected by any means for this coming into that game. So if you never know, Sherwood Park may have his number. We don't know. We'll find out on Saturday. But Obviously, we don't know how the Brooks game will go here tonight. Um, Sherwood Park hopeful to get back in the win column. But 
should they be unable to, this could be a good bounce back game for them. For them. Uh, as again, they have played very well against this Drumheller team this season, but you would expect to see a hungry Drumheller team coming in, knowing that they lost five, nothing in Sherwood park just a couple of weeks ago. Yeah, and unlike the Brooks game where Sherwood park coming in as the clear underdog in that one, I think this Drumheller team, I think it could be anybody's game. Obviously, Sherwood Park did beat them 5-0, but since that game, Drumheller uh gone on the bit of the gone on a bit of a run of their own, winning their last four since that matchup. And it wouldn't surprise me, although um I don't think it'll happen. It wouldn't surprise me if they they end up starting Garrett Fuller against Sherwood Park just because he pl- he played very well in the relief effort as opposed to Eric Ward. But I think for, for this game, Sherwood Park just, they need to go back to doing what they're good at, which is getting pucks to the net, grinding down the opposition, playing like a Northern Division team, drawing penalties, because we've seen that with the likes of Jared DeNoyers, Carmelo Crandall, etc. They're very good at that. They just need to be able to convert on those chances. And they did get outshot by Drumheller in their last matchup, just 30, uh, 30 to 27. But um we we've seen time and time again teams get outshot and win or they outshoot somebody and lose so i think it it's going to be a very close matchup but like you said if they don't end up beating brooks and but they do keep it competitive then this could be a very very good uh rebound point for them now dawson coming into wednesday's game against Floyd minister you had a number of players riding point streaks bruce mcgregor bodie hagan um, Mitchell Joss all coming in with four plus game point streaks and they came to an end against Lloyd Minster. Now these are guys who you, you don't hold off the score sheet often, especially when Sherwood Park is playing as well as they have been. So the key for, I think, heading into this weekend is for those guys to find the back of the net again and to get back into some point streaks, which obviously depth scoring is huge. And with the likes, like you mentioned, Darren Denoyers, Carmelo Crandall, and who you spoke with uh, prior to practice on Thursday, Logan Hauer, who netted against the Grand Prairie Storm in that overtime win last Saturday night. You spoke with him uh, also about Lloyd, the game against Lloyd Minster and heading into this weekend's uh, matchup down south. First of all, tough way to, to end a win streak, 4-1 loss to the Bobcats. Uh, t- take that one, or take us through that one the way you saw it. Um, I felt like we had a couple chances early on that we didn't capitalize on, and even going in throughout the game. Like, there's the one 4-on-1 we had we missed. They go down and score, so it's just we missed our chances, and then we weren't, uh, we weren't our best in the D zone. Uh, while last night wasn't the ideal outcome, uh, you guys have had a hot start to December. What's what's the vibe been like in the room between all you guys? Uh, the vibe's pretty good. I think we're all gelling pretty good. You know, it felt good to win four in a row there as a team. I think that's something we need going forward. And it's something we'll try to continue into this weekend. The, after what seemed like a bit of a frustrating game for you against Bonneville, you are able to pot one against Grand Prairie. Uh, what was it like to get that monkey off your back? Yeah, it's been a while. I think the last time I scored before that game was against Grand Prairie, so it was it was a long time coming. Felt good to put one and see one go through the net, so I'm just happy. And, uh, you know, uh, if that was uh, that was true, was there 
you know, kind of a thing. Maybe players have, uh, you know, f teams that they like to play against more more than others, so to speak. Yeah, I don't know. Just every, <laughs> every game against Grand Prairie seems that have a couple chances to score and happy that we could help win the game. Uh, you get a big three-game road trip. Uh, starting off against a red-hot Bandits team tomorrow, uh, how do you guys adapt from the game against Lloydminster and come out on top? I think we just got to stick to what was getting us wins in the four games there, getting to the net, playing hard. Um, it's going to be a challenge for sure, as it always is against Brooks, I'm sure. So we just got to stick to our game and uh, play hard and fast. And uh, last question, obviously, going into going into the Brooks Arena, they've always got a pretty full barn. Uh, how uh, how does the road affect your your game plan, if at all, in, in games like that? Uh, I think in road games, you know, we got to create our own energy, whether that's hits or blocking shots. Uh, we got to get up on the bench for ourselves because we know that they'll have a good crowd behind them, especially on a Friday night. So just sticking together on the bench will help us. Thank you, Logan and Calum, for taking the time to speak with Dawson Patrician for uh, the pregame show here today. Keep it locked on our social media at SB Crusaders on Twitter and Instagram, as well as Crusaders TV on YouTube for all your pregame and postgame content from the Sherwood Park Crusaders. For my co-host, Dawson Patrician, I'm Zach Marks, and we'll see you in the next one.